Okay, gang. Um, welcome to uh, Alpha's Next. We took yesterday off to lick our wounds because we had one of those uh, moments that happens to investors. And in this particular case, our our uh, sort of sucker play for the day was a company called Sorrento, and symbol SRNO, I believe. And you know, Friday there was a report out, and it turns out it was on Fox News. Uh, I don't know if it was Fox Business or, or regular Fox News, but uh, the report was that they had a hundred percent success rate against the coronavirus, which of course is something we all want to hear, and your your uh, host especially. Because I have this big target on my back that says kill me uh, for the coronavirus due to my age and unfortunate history of smoking, uh, which got me COPD. So I am like, you know, uh, I'm wearing a mask when I'm with the dog. I assume anything that breathes has it except, of course, the, the ants and, and the, and the mill, millipedes. They seem to be immune to everything. However, I do know a good exterminator if you need one. Uh, so anyway, uh, so I was all excited. I was practically doing cartwheels around here on Monday. And we thought we had a perfect options trade. So what we did is we went long the shares. And we got in at 8. And then the thing proceeded to start taking some hits from the analyst community and you know, people who are familiar with the company from various other uh, inspiring early results. And these were what we call in vitro results. So you put it in a Petri dish and you put antibodies in and it goes after the virus. So unfortunately, from what I understand, and that is, as those who know me, uh, minimal <laughs> due to my aversion to the STEM disciplines of science, technology, uh, and math, and engineering. Uh, in vivo is a lot tougher than in vitro. So in other words, you can do a lot in a little Petri dish in the lab that you can't do in these bodies we inhabit. So, uh, you know, but I went for it, and we recommended it early, and another lesson learned is I'm not going to do any more of these in the morning because you got to let this stuff percolate a little bit before you go jumping on it. But, you know, how did the, how did that end up happening? This is a, a case study in letting your emotions rule. Um, you know, I had missed out on Moderna. I, I wanted to do that at 21. It went down to 18, and we backed off, and now it's at 70. You know, so if you listen to me, you would have had the chance to get in there, but I didn't follow my own advice because I didn't have the courage of my convictions. So I talked to the wife about that, and she said, next time you know you have an idea, do it, you know, sin bravely. So I did, and it was a sin, you know, and uh, so I put out another, uh, at least here on uh, Alpha's Next, we admit our mistakes, and we corrected it quickly. Uh, we uh, told people that, our call of the day was a, <laughs> we were long and wrong. So, 
we got in the thing at eight, uh, went down to like under five bucks. And now today the guy came out with sort of a Nixon, I am not a crook thing, the head of the company, and said, I am not a pump and dump, uh, you know, scam artist. And I don't think they are. I mean, I think they've been around for a while. They actually have one product that is approved. Uh, you know, so it's not like it's some pink sheet like the Sopranos used to pitch. But um, it's it's questionable whether or not this is going to live up to the to the hype it got on Fox News. So I uh, talked to my partner, and he said, you know, I'm afraid to sell it because it, it's, it's so far down, and that's what we call, I forget what you call it, but it's like you're reluctant to give up. You know, you want to hang in there and hope. And hope, guys, is not a strategy in the market. If you're wrong, you got to admit it and get out. I learned that the hard way because I don't like to lose, and, but you'll end up losing worse if you stay with a bad decision in the market. Mr. Market doesn't care about your ego, so you shouldn't either. Um, so anyway, the thing went down to five, under five, and what we did to manage the position, and this is where options are your friend, we sold some upside calls on it at 550 a share, and what that means is it's called a covered call. It's like the most basic option strategy in the world. Now, the good news is we collected a buck and a quarter or something like that. So we cut our loss by about $1,500 out of, you know, almost four grand, which is better than a poke in the eye with a sharp stick. And I know because I just got a poke in the eye with a sharp needle the other day. You loyal listeners will recall. Uh but then the thing actually did run up, you know. It, 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 the guy came out and said, you know, we're not pumping dumpers. And uh, there's a certain amount of number of people who will buy that. And, you know, it's uh, it's a cure, supposedly. So uh, it, the thing ran up to 565 Now, that's okay because that's $0.15 cents over our, our call strike. But, you know, time is on our side here. Either it is or it isn't. We can't lose money on this trade uh, because we're covered. So the worst we can do is miss out. So we've got fear of missing out, but I'm not too afraid. I think this thing will probably, you know, hover around five bucks for the foreseeable future because they said they're not going to have any any real published data for a couple of months, and I don't think the market's going to buy what they're talking. They're not going to buy talk here. Uh, I saw a guy... Today, um, whose name I don't have on the tip of my tongue, but he had a, a massively successful uh, exit from a, a company that was very big in the human genomics, I think is the name of the company he ran. And he was on today, and he's saying, you know, he, he, he thought Moderna was out of line because they're not releasing data. And uh, he was real critical of the of the data, even on the one product that people are pretty much buying into, the, the intravenous product, uh, that's really right now the only therapy that there is even any uh, inkling that might be effective. I can't remember the name of the drug. But uh, he says they don't, you know, when you look at their data, it didn't 
make any of the of the trial subjects virus free it just kind of cleared up the virus load in their lung which is better than nothing but it isn't any kind of a cure so this is a guy who says you know i don't care what the article says i go right to the data and these guys aren't even putting any data out there so uh you know i think it's good to listen to somebody like that because he's kind of like the curb your enthusiasm so today we had another company, uh, the symbol is INO, and I'm thinking I'm not going to invest in any other companies that have NO in their symbol, but uh, maybe that's a message. But uh, INO, which I think is, uh, hang on, <clears throat> I put my glasses on to see my, my own leg, it's, the symbol's INO, I think it's Inovio. So uh, they came out with a similar uh, press release. And this outfit called Citron says they've come out with Buku press releases over the years talking about robust data and uh, never come out with a product. So the Michael Michael Yee, I think it is, Y-E-E, who's an analyst, biotech analyst for Jeffrey, says, you know, you got to be careful with these things. So... Uh, I certainly will be careful from now on because I don't want to give anybody a bum steer and you're looking for the next Moderna and it may not be a next Moderna. There are a hundred companies out there working on vaccine. Who knows? Who knows what, which one? The other thing I was looking at today, though, is there are contract manufacturers out there who are going to end up making this stuff. Now, the companies that actually come up with the product and have the patent are going to have a lot of pressure to keep the cost down, which means they're going to have limited profitability. But the manufacturers may be able to get away with making a profit, you know, because they're the cost, right? If you got to sell it at cost, they're the cost. But they're going to make a profit on it, or they're not going to make it, let's, let's hope. And they won't have the visibility. So I will put something out on the Alpha's Next website. Uh, or actually, I'm going to put it out on the LinkedIn page. And then I'll, I'll, so if you're not following Alpha's Next on LinkedIn, I suggest you do that because what I'm going to try to do is post the links to what I talk about in this uh, podcast out on the LinkedIn site for the company. And then I will, I will, you know, I'll, uh, I'll share that on my personal site. But uh, if you follow Alpha's Next website or Alpha's Next uh, LinkedIn page, the company page, then you'll see it first there if you're interested. So, uh, you know, I'll put that graph out there, that CNBC uh, a slide, basically, graphic or whatever you call it. Uh, that mentioned a number of the different companies that are working on the manufacturing side, and so even some of the major companies actually outsource their production. And they, if, if they do come up with something that gets approved, they're going to have to make tons of the stuff, and they're going to have to make it fast. So you figure almost all these contract manufacturers will probably get a piece of that. So that might be, uh, you know, a first derivative play off of the off of the brand names like Moderna and and even you know um, Glaxo or who you know even the big companies use these smaller companies. And there's a big move now to make this stuff here in these here United States. So the ones that have domestic plants are worth taking a look at. So I'm not going to mention any symbols. Like I say, I'll put it out on LinkedIn. But uh, you may want to take a look at those, and that's something you could go along with. Uh, they're not that cheap. Uh, 
least the ones I saw. Uh, but and and some of that all may already be baked into the price. You got to look at the chart. But that's kind of the way to think about this. Okay, if uh, everybody's already you know if the horse has left the barn and and the the name brands the names in the news, then maybe they're manufacturers. It's like investing in, in companies that make the chips for Apple like Qualcomm used to. So that's just another way to, to look at the equity market. Um, there was a column out there uh, by Sam Zell and Cranes talking about the real estate market, which is a good one, and I'll try to get a link to that out there on the website as well. Um but he mentioned, or in the article, it mentioned that Sam has a, a REIT that's publicly traded. And in this REIT, he's got his apartment interests. Uh, so if you want to get into that real estate market and you don't want to go through all the hassle of it, and when I looked at the chart on that, I think it was still down about 30%. Now, it's down 30% for a reason, which is that people aren't paying their rent, you know. Uh, but I, I do think I recall Sam saying that he was getting a pretty good percentage of rent payment. So, uh, you know, if you want to play the real estate market through a REIT, that might be something to take a look at. I'm not necessarily recommending it or not, but, um, I asked my realtor about it and he told me, you know, I don't, I don't do that stuff. So I don't have any real authority on it, but Something to take a look at if you so desire, and I don't. I don't even know what the symbol is off the top of my head, but I do know that it's there. Uh, and you can look up the Cranes article, the interview with Sam Zell, and like I say, I'll try to post a link to that on uh, Alpha's next LinkedIn page. But I did talk to my realtor today, and he says that the real estate market has kind of come back with a vengeance here. He was out doing showings all day today. In Chicago, there's no open houses. That's against the rules, but you can do showings now. You just have to certify that you're being safe and wearing masks and all that. So we're thinking of putting our house back on the market. I think we're probably going to do that, and he's recommending we do it at the original ask. So if you know anybody who wants to buy a townhouse in Lincoln Park, uh, let me know. And uh, also looking for... Probably want to move into a condo now, so looking for a foreclosure or short or something like that on a on a condo where you can see the lake, and it's got to be in the north side. You know, I'm buying this for my wife, so uh, she only lives in certain places. So, uh, but anyway, that is something of an indicator that the real estate market is coming back, which is good. And uh, I've also been hearing a lot, and this was one of our early on interpretations of the future projections, single-family homes are being favored over condos because you don't have to get in an elevator. And uh, also places out in the burbs and the, and the country are in demand, uh, so that trend of moving into the central city for the moment seems to have reversed. And I think based on what I've heard today about, you know, vaccines and cures, it's probably not going to be uh, reversing anytime soon. Uh, and with all the people that are the 40% of the market that doesn't need to go to the office to work, that can work at home, they're probably going to keep working at home. So we still see the commercial real estate market as an office lease as bad in the central city, certainly. Uh, 
the apartment and condo market in the cities, not looking good virus-wise. Single-family homes, regardless of location, but particularly out in the country and where you got a yard where you can go out and not have to worry about wearing your mask, uh, that seems to be back in style. So if you could make that pivot as a real estate investor, uh, that would be a good pivot to make. So I think that's about it for the day. Uh, oh, I do. I am going to try to share something. Uh, this El Dorado Casinos keeps running up. And they are in the process of trying to buy Caesars Palace in Vegas. And any of you have ever been to Vegas know that Caesars has always been one of the big ones. So I think maybe that's part of the reason. Uh, the other thing I heard, though, and I forget if this was in New Orleans or some Platin Rouge or someplace, but they opened the casinos up, and apparently people are waiting in line to get back in. Now, i got to tell you, I'm not a casino guy in the beginning, but uh, the last thing I would do is go to a casino, much less wait in line to get in. But that just goes to show you how powerful the pull of the casino is. You know, gambling is an addiction. So, you know, those casino stocks, they're probably still pretty beat up. And if the casinos are going to be able to come back because of the, you know, the demand, the greed away and the fear, which you figure gamblers, that's that's where it's at. Um uh, then this El Dorado might still be a play. It's it's gone up like double digits for two days in a row. So you gotta you may be getting in late, but you may have a momentum on your hands. So you know maybe maybe you jump in there with a hundred shares or two hundred shares, or maybe you, you you know that's a good place to do options if you can, because uh, you can you can get some leverage on it. Uh, but you know I mean I it just amazes me. But even the cruise lines are starting, yesterday at least, the cruise lines and the airlines and all the lines, the betting lines, you know, there's a theme here, get in line to get your betting line and get on your cruise line, your airline to Vegas. Uh, remarkable. And, I, you know, I mean, I don't know how that's going to go. I wouldn't get on a plane if you held a gun to my head. Uh, but... Some people are, I guess. Um, I, I am. It's still. I'm still afraid of flying, in in that regard. <laughs> and I've never been on a cruise ship in my life. And the 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 meat space analogy is is still holding here for me on the investment side. But you know, the the of all those, I think the casino would probably be the one I would go with um, as an options play. Maybe a risk reversal or. Just buy an outright call out of the money someplace or a, a call spread. Because uh, it strikes me that the gambler is probably going to be more likely to go back than the business flyer, even the travel tourism flyer, and, and certainly the cruise ship, you know. You probably have a shorter term pop if it's going to pop for the casinos. Because that's... You know, you put your mask on, you go in, you lose your money, you leave. Um, you stand six feet away from the chump in front of you. I could see where that might come back faster. 
people can always drive to Vegas, you know, if they so desire. And then Macau, you know, Las Vegas Sands, I know, has the China exposure in Macau. And those are, those are high rollers. Are they going to... You got to figure gamblers are risk takers, right? By definition. So they'll calculate the odds, right? Figure if I wear a mask, I'll be okay. So that looks like it's a reasonable thesis here. Not for me, but, you know, you can't use yourself as a focus group, as we so often find out. So anyway, that's about all I got to say today. Uh, This is brought to you by your friends at Alpha's Next. So, uh, and we are still working on our biotech index because the one thing we learned from Sereno is you don't want to have one, all your eggs in one, you know, flimsy basket. And what we want to do is try to put together, you know, a basket full of 100 eggs. And they may all drop on the ground, but the one that doesn't is going to be the winner. And uh, those, those can be really big winners. So if anybody's interested in that concept, let me know. We're also still in the private lending hunt. I talked to a potential deal today uh, to finance the down payment for a, 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 a townhouse. So the idea there would be to put together some money and get a pretty attractive interest rate, you know, high single digits at least. And uh, that's a pretty good cash flow opportunity there. So, and you'd be secured against the property so um anybody interested in any of that kind of stuff my phone is not ringing off the hook but uh i will definitely be available to answer it as a result so feel free to call me 708-334-8414 drop me a text and uh don't forget to add us uh, the company page alpha's next on linkedin to get the links that we talk about here in the podcast assuming i get around to putting them out there So, that's it. Live long, prosper, stay safe. Uh, Don't steal this stuff, and who would? But uh, feel free to share it. And uh, we will be back hopefully tomorrow.